Hello and welcome back to the Three Pillars Podcast. I'm your host, Chase Tobin, a.k.a. Tobinator the Motivator. And this is episode 81, How to Build a Winning Team. Guys, welcome back to the Three Pillars Podcast, a podcast where we discuss those three pillars, spiritual, mental, and physical fitness, and how we use those pillars to grow on our journey of life and ultimately grow closer to the Lord. Uh, guys, thank you so much for being here on this journey with me. Uh, if you're a returning viewer or listener, I appreciate your support as always. I hope you checked out last week's episode, uh, the Q&A. I hope that was that was a neat experience for everybody. I know I had a good time. Um, if you are a returning listener or a new viewer, welcome. Welcome to the show. It's a good time. Um, if you're watching this on any any of the major you know video platforms, YouTube, uh, Rumble, Odyssey, anything like that, please subscribe to the show, share it. Give us a comment. Let me know how you're doing. Uh, that's how the show grows. If you're listening to this on Apple, Anchor, Spotify, Amazon, wherever you listen to podcasts, uh, please go on and leave us a review. Even before you listen to the show, give me a review. That way, <laughs> That's what good people do, right? I'm just kidding. You guys can, can give me honest criticism. I don't care. Um, I take that, and that's how we grow and be better as people. Uh, but if you really want this show to grow, uh, please share it. So I can't stress that enough on the front end. Um, but it's really, at the end of the day, it's really not about, you know, likes and followers and anything like that. Uh, this show is, is a weekly guide to being the best that we possibly can be. And if only one person listens to it a week and they become better because of it, I call that a success. But the more people that this, this reaches, the more chances of that happening. So you know what to do. Uh, today, we're going to talk about building a winning team. I've got seven C's. I'm going to go over them pretty quickly. Uh, I think it'll help you if you're a leader. Next week, we'll talk about how to be a follower. So we'll get to that uh, next week. So without further ado, we're going to start, as always, with a quick word of prayer, and then we're going to dive right into this week's episode. So Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for the many blessings you give us, Lord. You are a mighty warrior for us. Lord, you are worthy of, of praise. You are worthy of glory. You are worthy of everything that we have. And Lord, we strive to be the best that we can be for you each and every day, using the tools and resources that you give us, using strategies that you give us, using your example to follow that we can be the best people we possibly can be and ultimately uh, your servants here on earth, Lord. Lord, I ask that you be with me. Give me the words to say. Give anybody listening to the eyes to see, ears to hear, and hearts to receive anything that will grow them closer to you and be a better human being uh, here on this planet. Lord, I ask this in the most holy name of Jesus. Amen. All right. The seven C's to build a winning team. I'm going to go through them kind of quick. So here we go. Uh, all seven of them in order are coaching, character, communication, commitment, contagious energy, Caring and consistency. Shout out to my boy, Zach Moore, for uh, he posted this not that long ago. Zach, if you listen to this, you know, appreciate you, brother. Um, he's a, he's uh, known him a very long time. And uh, he posted this, uh, I want to say on Instagram, not that long ago. But it struck me and I knew I wanted to do an episode on it. So here we are, the seven C's, how to build a winning team. The first thing is coaching. Being a, being a leader, being on a team, you have to be... A, a servant leader, all right? You have to be able to coach somebody on how to do things. So that means you have to have a good working knowledge of what you're doing yourself. You have to know all the ins and outs. You have to know the job 
up one side and down the other of your team. And if you've got a team, people are going to specialize in different things. You have to know each of those roles and how you want to, if this person's better at sales, this person's better at marketing, this person is, you know, in, in the military, this person's my, my machine gunner, this one's my rifleman, this one's a sniper, this one's in, in weapons. You have to, as, as the, the, you know, platoon commander or platoon sergeant, or your team leader in the, in the regular civilian workforce, you have to know enough about that entire team and be able, able to coach them in their individual tasks. Just like Super Bowl's coming up, right? The coaches know the 40,000 foot plan. They have individual coaches that they manage that this guy's the defensive coordinator, this guy's the offensive coordinator, this guy coaches the offensive line, this guy coaches the defensive line, this guy coaches uh, the linebackers, this guy coaches the running backs, this guy's the quarterback coach. But ultimately, that leader, that head coach, has to know all about all of these positions and be able to coach people uh, where they're deficient and get them going in the right direction. So coaching is huge. That's step step number one. The second C of these seven Cs, and I'm not a pirate, but my dad is, right? The second C of the seven C's is character. You, if you're going to be the leader of any unit, you've got to have character that is above reproach. You have to maintain your integrity. You have got to live a life, live an example, both on and off the field, okay? Not just when you are at work. You have to have character that bleeds through everything because the minute, the second that your character is compromised, whether it's at work or at home, you lose credibility as uh, that coach we were just talking about. You might not lose it all. Maybe it's a little thing here, there, but the, the credibility starts to crumble. And if it's something big, good luck, you're done. So it's, it behooves you to have character, moral character, physical, all these, the, the, you, it behooves you to just have, have character that's above reproach, both at work and in the field. Or at home, I should say. At work and at home. How do you do that? How do you have good character? You just do what's right by, the, by yourself and by other people and by the Lord. You don't have to, you know, I'm not saying you got to go on mission trips to Africa or anything like that. If you're doing that, good on you. But you just have to be a good human being and live the example that you expect your subordinates to live to live by. You can have a little fun, you can crack a beer, you can do things like that, but you overindulge going to excess, you lose your way, you you get in a spat with your wife, you you know, get in a DUI, you get any any of these things that can can tarnish your character, that will lose credibility between you and your subordinates. So if you want to have a winning team, you've got to A, have your coaching right, B, have good character. One and two. Number three, communication. The better you can communicate to your team, the better communication you have, not just what we call vertical uh, communication, you know, you to your boss and you to your subordinates, but horizontal communication to you to your peers, depending on what, how your organization is structured. The better your lines of communication are up, down, left and right, the better your team will be. Having an open door policy, getting back in a timely fashion to emails or text messages or phone calls, clearly indicating what you need your subordinates to do or getting clear communication from your higher up on what needs to happen is going to make you have a successful team. If there is a lag somewhere, if, if it comes down from higher, I need this to happen. 
and you need clarification on something, you should be able to ask and get a, and get a, a detailed uh, answer back. Sometimes it's, it's just implied, hey, I need this done. I'm not going to tell you how, go do it. But that's because you've developed such a good communication uh, network that you understand when something is implicit versus explicit when it comes to communication. Um, but good communication across the board, up, down, left, and right is huge. It's an integral in this entire setup. All right. Next one. Number four, commitment. If you are going to be a part of a team, you have to commit to the goal. Commit to, if it's, if it's your work, you're committed to that job. You're committed to that career. You're committed to that company. They're paying you. They expect you to do a job. So you have to be committed to do it. If they expect you to be reliable and you should expect your subordinates to be committed too. By, because you have set that example, you've communicated to them, hey, I'm working my little butt off and you don't have to tell them this, but you show them this. You're working really, really hard for them, so they will work hard for you. You're, you're, you showing your commitment to that cause will rally other people behind you. That gets into number five, contagious energy, okay? If you are coaching them properly, you have good character, your communication is, is, is spot on, and you are committed to this cause, that contagious energy will affect everybody beside you, up, down, people are going to take notice and they're going to buy into the, the plan a lot more. When you, I was, when I was in the military, when I am getting ready to ish, uh, execute a training operation or a mission or a patrol or anything like that, if I have demonstrated that I am competent, that I have the discipline, that I'm physically fit, that I know what I'm talking about, we have trained to a standard, we have met that standard, you show that you're capable people, that energy, and you, and you are, are energetic with you, like, hey, this is how we're going to do it. This is going to happen. You're confident. Um, you're, you're ready to execute this mission. Everybody's going to be fully on board because they know you know what's going on. And they know that you've trained them and given them the tools to succeed and to improvise, adapt, and overcome as things, as things change. But that energy is going to transfer all around uh, to your subordinates and to your people you know, higher and around you that you can move forward all together at the same time. Everybody's going to have that contagious energy that you have exuded. If you exude to this guy over here, he's going to go to this guy over here, this girl over here, and everybody's going to be on board in the same, um, in, in going forward in the same mission. And that doesn't, again, it's not just military, that's civilian as well. If you are uh, highly motivated, you come in, you actually, you know, you just keep a high, high tempo. It doesn't mean you have to be, you have to enjoy every second of every day because you're just going to be bummed out sometimes. That's fine. But hopefully, if you're slacking just a little bit because you're just not in it, that contagious energy and the people around you comes back to you. Okay, I remember why I'm here. This is why I like it. I might be a little bit down today. If these guys have picked up my slack, tomorrow I'm back in ready to just boom, let's go. So that contagious energy needs to come from you if you are the leader. So buy into it, be committed. That's going to trickle down into your subordinates. Be caring. When you're caring to your subordinates, you're not coddling. There's a difference between caring and coddling. You care about what they've got going on in their life. They got family. You understand. You don't have to know their, their kids' names. If you do, good on you. It depends on how big or small your unit is. But know that they've got kids. How are you doing? How's your wife? How's your husband? Whatever you, you know, whatever setup you've got going on. And you generally care about the problems that they have. Hey, you know, I'm just... I've got a wedding next week. I've got a deadline to meet. 
hey, maybe how can I help you hit that deadline? Can I take some some of your workload off? Can I distribute? Can we delegate it to somebody else to help you get there so you're not so thrown off by this you know wedding slash vacation or whatever you've got going on? Little little things like that. If you care about them and show that you actually are vested in them because they are an important part of this whole machine you've got going, this whole team that you're developing. Go back to the football analogy. If the coach cares about the health and well-being of his linemen because he knows that if one of those guys is not performing optimally because of something he's got going on at home or you know health-wise or anything like that, then now you have a, a gap in your wall that's protecting your quarterback and your running backs and your entire off offensive operation can be um, can be disrupted. So you have to care about this and understand, you know, what's going on. Now, again, that's not calling. Somebody's like, oh, well, you know, I just, I didn't want to come to work today. Well, you know, I, I, well, let's get into why don't you want to come to work? Is it just because you're not committed? You're not, you don't have any character? How can I coach you? And all these little things we've already talked about. But if it's just, you know, <laughs> I guess it's one of those, if we're going to keep using a football analogy, are you hurt or are you injured type of things? Can you keep going? We'll address it or whatever. Or do you actually need, you know, further medical assistance? Like that, that we can keep going with that analogy, but you, you still care as a leader, um, how your people are operating. And that doesn't mean if you've done your job properly, they're not going to come to you with little frivolous things. That's childish stuff. If people are coming, oh, well, you know, whatever trivial problem you can think of. I can't even think of any offhand because I work with a bunch of really awesome professional dudes. It's been a, a little while since I've had to deal with other stuff, which I'm very blessed for that. But let's just say somebody comes up and, you know, uh, I lost my, I don't know, I, I lost uh, my, my boot socks. <laughs> I can't find my boot socks. Dude, go over there to your buddy and get you some boot socks and bring them over here. Like little things like that. They shouldn't have to come to you for those problems. They should just figure it out on your own. That's what I'm getting to. That's that's the coddling stuff. You, you don't. It's like you forgot your boot socks. Well, I'm not gonna have you march over creation without socks. That could really hurt you. But you should know better and get one of your dudes to go get some socks and, and help you out. Like little things like that. But you still have to care, uh, you know, about their well being. Because some of these kids just at least when I was in the, in the Marine Corps. Uh, could barely walk at you bubble gum, but maybe that's just the Marine Corps. You guys in other branches, let me know if it's the same, but I got a feeling it is. The, the last C, the seventh C is consistency. So we've got coaching, character, communication, commitment, care, contagious energy, caring, and finally consistency. And this is probably the one of the biggest one, probably the biggest, if not the most important one, uh, in my opinion is consistency because if you are consistent with all of these things all of the time, you have co consistent character. You're consistently communicating in an efficient way. You're consistently coaching people in the directions that they're going, developing new leaders ever, everywhere you go. You are consistently committed to the mission, to the company, to the brand, whatever it is. You are consistently uh, contagious with your energy, consistently caring, consist consistently, and I didn't put it in here, consistently just confident because you have studied and taken this stuff to heart and know what you're doing. That brings everything together. Okay. Consistency is key because there's going to be days when you aren't motivated, but you're going to still show up and you're still going to be consistent in what you're doing. That gets in, that's, that's discipline at its finest. And that is how you are going to make your team even better because you are going to be that, that bedrock, that foundation. 
you are now living a life like Christ, who is our, our foundation. He is a man of character above reproach. He coaches us on how to live our lives through the scriptures, through his actions on earth. Constantly communicating with thousands of people and small groups of people. Committed to his mission, to his cause. Because his mission was to save every soul on the planet, past, present, and future. Because he is king of kings and lord of lords, but he had to do it as a human. His contagious energy, because he understood the scriptures, he understood the prophecy. He had the, the mind of God, but he still communicated with, with God the Father as God the Son and was able to spread that through the, through the masses and get everybody living a life building this winning team. And he was caring beyond anything you could possibly imagine. And he's, he was obviously consistent with all of that throughout his, his life and his ministry. If you follow these seven C's, you are modeling yourself after Christ and you don't even know it. Follow these seven C's. Though in, be, be, more in tune with the Lord, be more in tune with the scriptures. These things are going to come. These strategies will help you build that winning team. And you can apply this to whatever, whatever pillar of fitness we always talk about, spiritual, mental, physical. All these things tie in together. But the bottom line is that foundation for us is Christ. And he gives us these seven C's throughout his life and ministry. And that is how we become better people period. Boom. That's all I got for you guys this week. The seven C's to building a winning team. Coaching, character, communication, commitment, contagious energy, caring, consistency, and Christ. Not the one eight. I hope that was uh, beneficial to you all. Please let me know if it was in the comments. Uh, wherever you guys are watching or listening to this on, I very much appreciate you all uh, supporting this podcast. Um, it's been a real blessing. So thank you very, very much uh, from the bottom of my heart here, 81 episodes into the Three Pillars podcast. This isn't one of those you have to go listen to every single one from start to finish. If you want to binge it and help get the ratings and views up, you were above and beyond an awesome friend. Uh, but if you need to just go search through and find a topic that makes sense, read the descriptions. It gives you a little bit more to, to chew on if you don't understand the title. I don't keep the titles cryptic, but you know some of them you might have to dig a little deeper. And it may not be exactly what you think, too. I like to do that sometimes is, is give you a title, but give you a little bit of a, a nuance and a twist on it. My own little take, the Tobinator take, as it were. If you guys uh, check out Good Pods, Good Pods is a new-ish uh, app slash website that allows you to <clears throat> follow people, see what they're listening to. You might discover a podcast you've never heard of before, but it becomes your new favorite one. Uh, it's kind of like the Goodreads of podcasting. Um, if you are on pod, the Good Pods, I will put a link in the description below. Uh, even if you're not on Good Pods, I would appreciate if you guys logged in and rated this show, this episode, because you can rate individual episodes, which is really neat. But go on and Rate the episode, rate the show, uh, if you would, and that will help us grow in the rankings there and help help us get discovered by other people. I would very much appreciate that too. 
uh, together we can all build this winning team. Uh, again, using the Lord as our example, hopefully using some of the guidance that, that I've been able to put together and give to you guys. And uh, again, uh, thank you from the bottom of my heart. We're going to end this with a quick word of prayer. Kick you guys off to a fantastic weekend. I appreciate you all again very much. Um, I think that's all the housekeeping I got. So let's, let's end this. Yep. Heavenly Father, we love you. We thank you. We praise you. We just fall down on our knees daily and worship you because you are our coach. You have character. You're committed. You are caring. Your contagious energy gets us through all of the uh, highs and lows of life. You're committed. You communicate to us uh, daily. And Lord, you are consistent. Thank you very much for giving us these tools, for giving giving me today uh, the words to say to get people through through the weekend and whatnot, Lord. Lord, bless anyone tuning into this. Give them strength. Give them faith. Increase their faith every single day that they can be able to profess your name from the mountaintops and 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 truly stand upon you as the foundation which they help build their portion of the kingdom uh, for you and all your glory, Lord. Lord, bless everybody this weekend. Let them stay safe. In the holy name of Jesus, amen. Guys, again, thank you very much. This is the Three, the Three Pillars Podcast. I am Chase Tobin. Thank you very much for tuning in. We will see you next week. Tobinator, out.